0: Welcome to Sunday Chat with the Youngs, a monthly podcast dedicated to stories about Young's Jersey there, family business ownership, tales of running a restaurant, and of course, ice cream. And now, here are your hosts, Dan Young, Kelly Young, and John Young.
1: All right, well, good morning. Welcome to another Sunday Chat with the Youngs. I'm here with my host, as always, Chief Ice Cream Dipper Dan Young. Good morning. And Queen Linguist Kelly Young. <laughs> good morning. Uh, we're here for episode five. We've got our first episode with non-Young guests. It's been a while. It's four episodes of Youngs. We have r- ran out of Youngs that wanted to talk to us. We
2: had yeah. a lot more Youngs to go, but...
1: Yeah. Well, yep. we don't... I mean, to be honest, I don't want to talk to most of them anyway. Oh, stop it. Just That's just not occasional true. Occasional talk to them. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> Bye. That's not true. So we, uh, we thought in the next episode we'd bring in three of our longer tenured employees. That's an, the nice way of saying our older employees. But not, not all of them are so old. I mean, we've known them for a long time. We've known them for a long time, (laughs) and I'm going to ask that they don't tell us any stories about me when when you were fired them when 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 I was ten. So those stories are not allowed.
0: Oh come on.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So we've got uh, three long tenured employees, Angela, Brian, and Judy. Uh, They started uh, in the the 60s, 80s, and 90s, so they've been with us for very, 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 very long time. So we're going to bring them into the, the podcast studio. Welcome. Good morning. <laughs> Good welcome, morning. welcome. to the, the Sunday chat with the Youngs guys. Uh, we'll go down the room. Hi, Judy. Good morning, Brian. Brian, that's you. Good Hi. Morning. There you go, <laughs> Angela. Good morning. All right. So if uh, if you're listening to this, uh, a thank you for listening. B if you've been to Youngs, there is there is not a chance that you haven't been waited on by at least one person at this table if not multiple people, multiple times at this time. Oh, table. no chance at all. Yeah, there's hardly yeah. any chance. So um, thank you guys for making time and getting up early, Judy. Uh, yeah, appreciate this is
3: it. really too early for me.
1: <laughs> Want to note that it's 9 a.m., not like 4 a.m. We're doing this at a reasonable hour, but that's right. You do you. All right, so um, let's get started. Uh, your earliest memory of Young's, but not your earliest memory of working here, Young's. So tell me about a time that you came to Young's before you started working here.
2: I'm, I'm, sure back. I'm sure
1: you have. I'm sure you have.
3: Okay. Well, I mean, I remember coming with my mother to get milk uh, back when we still had the raw milk mm-hmm. and getting it in the glass bottles and bring it home with the cream on top. And I remember my grandmother loved the cream, and she would pour the cream off and just drink the cream.
2: Oh, wow. my gosh.
4: Is That's that doctor so recommended, cool. Dan? I don't, uh, everything in moderation is just fine. <laughs> That would be, that be so good cream. in coffee, though.
5: Oh,
2: yeah. Oh,
1: nice. Brian?
5: Um, actually, one of my earliest memories was uh, uh, one of my first jobs was uh, push mowing lawns uh, up the street here. And then my brother and I would walk down here to Young's and we'd get a quart of ice cream for a dollar, uh, which was pretty amazing uh, considering you have a pint about 4 to $5 a day. But that's a few, few years ago. <laughs> a when couple. Happened, but yeah. So that would be. Uh, I always got a quart of chocolate. It was $1, and since I made $3, I knew I had. I, I was going to say,
4: how much did you get paid for mowing a lawn?
5: Uh, $3. For what? one lawn? Wow. That's yeah. a heck of a deal. Wow. Well, I'm sorry. That was my portion. My brother's portion, of course, was $4. Oh, of course. <laughs> it was okay. his lawn. All right. I, was, I was his employee. So. Okay. <laughs>
4: so is it, does that show up on your Social Security earnings? Uh, probably
5: not, Wasn't declared. but uh, <laughs> okay. he wasn't the best of bosses anyway, because then we got a raise, went to $10, and I still got three, but he got seven, ah, so wow. that's when I decided to come work at Young's. There you go. There's the story.
4: Yeah. yeah.
1: Hmm. Angela, you have, you have a story for us?
0: I do. Uh, I remember my grandmother coming up here and getting English muffin bread, and I, she loved that bread, and if I was good and it was a good week, I'd get a scoop the
2: chocolate
0: peanut butter nice. nice not always a lot of times she
1: left me in the car yeah i would imagine that <laughs> 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 that's because you were bad yeah, yeah. yeah. It, yes. wasn't a, it wasn't that wasn't a hundred percent thing i bet all right no all right so let's start talking about when you guys started working here i want to know um your, kind of your first memories about working here and i also want to know who trained you because you guys all got trained from interesting individuals i bet so whoever wants to whoever wants to go first
3: I started in 1962, Uh, I was a junior in high school and Carl Young is the one who trained me. And the thing I remember most is we used to sell ice cream, I believe it was for 10 cents a dip. And I can remember how we sold a lot of three dip ice cream cones because you could get three dips for 30 cents. So I spent a lot of time dipping
1: ice cream cones. I think we need to note that if you're listening to this, all of these prices that we're listing are not active prices. (laughs) Correct. We had posted something on Facebook, I don't know, a couple months ago about a pint sale ad that was in the Enon Shopper, and people were calling saying, oh, you're giving ice cream away for 19 cents? No, we're not. Yeah. No, we're not. It's clearly a 1960s ad. Thank you.
2: Very long, very long ago. All
5: right, Brian. Um, I guess one of my earliest memories would be washing trays. That was the job I was hired for at the time. Um, I I believe we had several... uh, operations at the time where we took donuts so we uh sold a lot of donuts at the time and so all the trays would come back to the main dairy store and so i would have stacks uh, i would say hundreds and hundreds of trays that Ben would keep for me so i could wash those and then we could <laughs> distribute them back out to some of our other operations that we had there in springfield and zenia and yeah that
4: yeah that was the other operations or other satellite stores that we had at the time mm-hmm. and that was back in the day when you sold a, We sold a lot of donuts, and pre pre tray washer, mm-hmm. automatic.
5: That is. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: When you're saying tray, I was thinking tray washing, like in the old. No, the it's old. so much bakery trays. Uh, yeah, like <laughs> yeah, Bakery
5: <laughs> trays in a uh, you know in a compartment sink. Oh, You'd no. wash, rinse, and then air dry, and uh, I'd wash for m- multiple hours, uh, and then uh, my hands would you know. Yeah. Uh, be wrinkly. Pretty shriveled, pretty right. wrinkly, yeah. and then they would uh, you know between weeks i'd come back and work saturday and sunday they'd be all healed and life's good
4: yeah <laughs> if i remember right the ones with chocolate icing on them weren't that bad because that kind of melted off pretty easy with the water but there were rolls pecan rolls yeah oh, oh. glaze was bad pecan rolls was uh especially somehow yeah. petrified even you'd with a, yeah,
5: the tray washer looked, that wasn't good yeah you'd have to scrape those and then soak them and then wash them and then rinse them. yes yeah, so god bless you for not quitting <laughs> way back then
1: i know you've dealt with some stuff between now and then but, a few but man <laughs> Right. All right, Anne. Uh,
0: I started in July in 1990, and I was trained by Joe Young. Oh. And I remember sitting in the uh, market or the gift shop at the time was in the corner, and she trained me how to make a banana split with a fake banana <laughs> and styrofoam balls. I remember that. <laughs> and then you'd have a cone and put the styrofoam ball and it. It seemed simple at the time. Yeah. But that was the first step. Like, this is – and then you go and, you know, do the real dips later, but – I was the only one with her. It was like a one-on-one session, but that was stuck in my mind forever. These are star balls on top of them. cotton. A little, you know, those little felt cherry things. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yes. I didn't
2: know that she did that. She did. I love that. So
4: the whipped cream was uh, cotton. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: That mm-hmm. <laughs> seems like more work than. It could have yeah. I just you don't know just why you could just, made just made make it. a real yeah. banana. That's right. what I'm saying too. Yeah.
4: A food
5: cost. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Exactly. It seemed like a good idea. Back it then, did when bananas at the time. were a nickel.
2: Meanwhile, styrofoam balls and all of the cotton and the felt. I know, but she probably had that laying around because she was a teacher. teacher. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. she was already ready to go.
1: Don't forget, reusable. Right, totally. That's true. true. (laughs) That's the three R's. Very important. So, uh, all of you have worked for/slash taken orders from two generations of Youngs. Say third. I haven't really ordered you around anything. I've asked things kindly of you, but anyway. Uh, so Judy rolled her eyes. Hardcore. Well, okay. I guess Judy, I did I did order you this morning to yes, be here did. right now. Yes, so that's your first order. So um, how are the the second and third generations different in how they approach their work? Different or similar? Well, yeah, whatever. Okay. Compare, contrast, <laughs> pros, cons, whatever.
0: I can answer. Go ahead. Um, I think that each one of you uh, contributes something individually in a certain department, as that maybe the other couldn't. But collectively, you all—it's kind of like us. We, you know, we do stuff way different, mm-hmm. but it works somehow as the chain of events. Um, I think you all just put in your expertise per se, in department-wise. But in the big scheme of things, it's all of you, like. All one family, all one. You're all together. You have each other's back, and I think that we talk about this a lot. It's like how we're so different, but yet it all works somehow.
5: Yeah, I, <clears throat> I say just to add to that, I think that um, you know, like you know, in, in building any team, you know, you surround yourself with good people that all bring different talents to the you know to the job, and that's why I think we see you all. Um, you know, some people are really good at accounting, some people are good in computers, uh, IT. Uh, you know, we're running different parts of the business, things of that nature. And uh, I think that's the way we view when, when we're in a team in here. We say, okay, uh, you know, I don't uh, try to say, I, you know, I can do all this. I mean, if I didn't have the people that I have, there's no way that half the things would get done. And I think that's what you guys believe as well. You just count on each other to do it. And so I think second and third generations, I believe they're going to bring um, a lot of the changes that are that keep coming on, you know, all the uh, – Everyday inventions and things that I'm not great at, which is okay, because I'm closer to retirement than I am starting over. So that, that's the way I look at it. Hmm. And so you know, you count on those other generations to come up and and lift you up and, and get you to the end, which is uh, hopefully retirement someday for me. Yeah. So.
4: Yeah. You say that, Brian, but you know, Judy's right beside you. She started in <laughs> '62. Yeah, she did. She thought that. She, she thought that number of
1: times, I think. Yeah, well. We established in the, uh, the episode where we had other fourth generations like Jesse and Ashton and Malia on. And Jesse brought up the, the firm point that none of the youngs have ever retired. <laughs> so, is that what you're saying? Yeah. That that's not possible for me? I, well, that's I mean, tec- disappointing. Technically, you're not a young.
5: So I, I was excited until now. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, I, it, didn't, it didn't hit me until he said it out loud. I was like, oh, that's right. Well, just, sorry we just about fa- that, John. We just fade away. <laughs> Judy, thoughts?
3: Well, for me it was a little different because I worked with Carl originally, Right. and Carl was quite the taskmaster. Yeah. He was very strict on a lot of rules and and sometimes could be a little gruff. Okay, I think we all I think we all loved him. But he has he, that he, reputation. That's okay. Yes, yeah. yes. And then it's been strange for me working with Dan because I used to babysit for Dan. Sure. <laughs> many, many years ago I'll tell us some stories. Yeah. But no. We'll get into
1: those. Believe me, I've got okay. I've got three pages of notes. That yeah. Really were good. So
3: you know, so for me, it's been a little different because I still see Dan as a little kid, <laughs> even though he's now my boss.
1: <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, so my, my next question, and, and Beth brings this up often, that you know your your daughter also babysat me, mm-hmm. so like she she brings it up constantly when I ask her to do something. Hey, he's to babysit you. So all of you have had kids or have kids that work here. Why, why is this a good place for a, a young person to start their career and whatever career they're going to be in?
3: Well, for me, for me, it's family. I mean, you know, I, uh, I've always encouraged my children to work here, at least for part of the time. Uh, my grandchild has worked here. Uh, and I'm thankful that Beth has come back here because she branched out, went and worked on big corporations and worked at the library for a while. And like she said, it never felt right. She has always felt like Young's was really the place where she needed to be. And like I said, I've encouraged my children to work here. And I think it's been good for all of them. Good.
5: Uh, I think it's a a fantastic culture to work in. Uh, It's great for us as managers to bring on kids that don't have bad habits. So we can train them, show them, uh, you know, uh, tell show do, so to speak, and, and so we're able to give them life skills that they may or may not have the opportunity to have at home. And I don't mean that necessarily in a derogatory way, but there's a lot of situations out there, a lot of parents and a lot of struggle. And uh, so when, when we talk in our management meetings, we, uh, you know, we talk about the impact that we can have on all these kids that are eventually gonna become accountants, doctors, lawyers, um, you, you name it, You know, nurses, and they're out there doing good things in the community. And that's uh, kind of something that I think we do really well here, is that we get involved in the community with some um, of our, you know, a lot of people approach us, hey, you know, can you do this, can you do that? And so we show up there and do things for them. Um, and then um, also we're involved in the uh, bike ride and that sort of thing. And so all those uh, things that we donate uh, time and energy to, uh, shows all these kids that are working for us how important it is to give back to the community and what you're doing in this community that you're serving and how to make it better. And so I think that's uh, an important part of, of uh, why all these kids uh, migrate to us. And I think parents feel good about sending their kids here because uh, I have work on the other side as well and it's not as uh, pretty as, as it is. And uh, like I said, I think it just all goes back to our culture that we you know, developed over the last 40 years.
0: Yeah. Uh, for me, it was a little different. Uh, I do live a little further away than Brian does, and but I felt it was important. My kids already knew the, the environment here since I've been here so long, and they obviously came here all the time and uh, did the activities and stuff. But part of me wanted to keep an eye on them because I am that <laughs> I am sure. that manager. And but you know, come to find out, they didn't want to work with me. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> Um, yeah, I have
1: a feeling someone someone to our left wearing unicorn headphones is going to be that way. Yeah, she <laughs> so is going to work here, but she's not going to want to be around me, which yes. is fine. Whatever. Yes,
0: yeah, so I agreed to that. I, I get it. I, I get it. Even though I wanted them to work in here with me, I think I I think I managed them enough at home <laughs> that they didn't want me per se to manage them here. So it's worked out pretty good though, actually, and they love it here. Um, two of them still work here. Uh, well, two of them have gone off <laughs> and done adult things, but. Uh, it's a great place to start. Uh, it was uh, my first job and I'm still here. And it's, It is the atmosphere. I think we talk about it all the time, it's the people you meet here, the relationships that you get here. Um, a lot of times we work more with each other than we see our, you know, family at home. So you form those relationships, those bonds, and um, th- they stick with you for a lifetime.
2: I have a student in California who's 14, almost 15, and he's dying for a job. And he's been applying at, like, pizza parlors and, you know, in California. And he's like, nobody will hire me. And I was like, well, it's too bad you don't live over yeah. this direction, kid. <laughs> I know a great place that you That's could start. That's great that he really wants to work. Yeah, he, he, we worked on a resume, and he created one. But the pizza parlor was like, yeah, we just can't. Yeah. You're just too young, and hopefully he'll get one eventually. But it's, it's, it's funny because every time a, a younger kid is like, I'm just looking for a place to start out. I'm like, I know a great place for you to yeah. start out. Um, but I think kids love working I mean I s- started here when I was 16 yeah. and it was a great first job it um, is.
4: yeah for sure that's one of the the things that we do get feedback over the years <laughs> from our former employees who say you know the thing that they learned here probably more than well a couple of things but the main one is just social skills you know dealing with all different kinds of people under all different kinds of circumstances, slow days, busy days, we got a problem, we don't have a problem, I'm happy, I'm not happy. <laughs> uh, and, and then plus working as a team with their coworkers. And uh, a lot, I mean, wherever they go in their career, that's gonna be a, a skill. It, it's gonna be hard to find a place that you're gonna get more interaction with other people than here at Young's. You know, around a million guest visits a year. And throughout the year, that's a lot of different interactions
2: I think Mm -hmm. it makes you a better guest when you go to a restaurant or when you go to, especially a family-owned business, like, you know how much is going on behind the scenes, so, you know, when it's a busy day and something gets missed, you're like, it's okay. Like, I get it, you Mm -hmm. know? And you can even approach it in a way that, like, hey, I'm just trying to help you out and let you know that something didn't work out quite the way you wanted. It's okay, I'm not angry. But I think it's a really good thing for kids to learn instill that in them young, too. Absolutely. There's a lot of things going on that... You know, don't revolve around you at that one moment.
1: So you guys have all worked in other places uh, than Young's. So I wanna talk about what things you've brought from here to there and from there to here over your working careers.
3: Well, I was a teacher for 30 years. And to be honest, when I first started working at Young's uh, in 1962, I was a very, very shy uh, person, and um, we had a lot of regulars who would come to Young's, and there were several people I still remember, don't remember names, but they would come in and kind of tease me. And at first, I just didn't know how to take it. Again, I was so very shy. But, you know, as I worked there, I suddenly began to overcome that shyness, which definitely helped me when I became a teacher. Because as a teacher, you cannot be shy. No, that That's all work. there is to it, you just can't. So run. I think that beginning here at Young's is what helped me become a teacher. <clears throat> and then in turn, I used to help my Aunt Jo teach the kids who were coming to work here. And again, my skills as a teacher helped me to be able to teach the kids. I remember Joe and I used to try to teach them how to count back change. Hmm. And that was not fun in those early days because that was before the cash registers told you how much change to give back. You just had to know how to do it. And uh, she and I spent a lot of time with the kids trying to teach them how to make change. So I think working at Young's helped me be a better teacher, and being a teacher helped me be better help Young's.
5: Uh, well, I used to wait tables at another little place that I won't mention, and <laughs> and I know, I was already working here at the time, and, and I knew our culture and how we took care of our customers and things of that nature, so I had a situation at a table, and I went and got the manager, and the manager, of course, went and got uh, his dad, which was also a manager, and they come out, and next to you know, they're arguing with the guests, and I thought, holy cow, this isn't how we treat our guests, <laughs> you know, and it's, so it was very different. That's when I knew that there was a different, you know, culture in different places and, and how people you know, uh, treat your guests and things of that nature. So it, it did not take me long to just straight run back here and, and call it a day when it came to that environment. And, um, you know, because I, I just had never been around that. You know, we were always taking care of our guests. And, uh, you know, most of the time, you know, guests are right. You know, if they're not right, they're right. We're going to get her taken care of. And, and right we had enough. the authority to take care of that. And I had like zero authority at this place. Uh, not to, you know, I mean, not I wouldn't even manage it at the time here. But I knew I still had more authority than I did there. Right. And, uh, and then when they argued with the guests, I said, well, I'm not going to get too far in this place. So yeah. that ended that. <laughs> and I didn't take anything back to them. So, <laughs>
2: <laughs> Well, and like Brian, you were my manager at the restaurant for a long time. And oh, yeah. How was that? <clears throat> great. <laughs> Fantastic. I was going to say, like, actually, I always felt like there are always times when you're waiting tables that you have made an error that is very bad. One Either you've forgotten an order, or you dropped applesauce and it went all over someone, which happened to me. I don't know um how that happens. Oh. Um, Better than chili, but, just saying. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> 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 However, like we always, I I remember working there and just we would always just like go get Brian. Like Brian will fix it. Like the managers were always like, you guys always had our backs, and we knew that we wouldn't be in trouble, and that it would just be like, okay let's solve it no big deal like we will figure it out and you know when you're waiting tables and you're a young kid and you're like you've never really been stressed out like that way and people have never really yelled at you you know uh, or been angry with you it's really pretty awesome to have managers that you knew were gonna solve it and you would be fine and so would the guest. like that they would figure out a way to make it okay
5: yeah, it's really good when you're fixing those situations, but when you're bringing it out the second or third time and you also drop the same thing two or three times, because that, that happened, not to you, but um, I can remember an incident uh, in, a, in the restaurant where that happened and we were like, all right, so we went back, got some, we got everything cleaned up, come right back out, boom, same problem. Like, Whoa, this can't be good. And then the third time, we're like, all right, someone else, let's go, let's go take care of this.
4: <laughs> yeah, where's the hidden camera? Yeah, it's it can't get any night. worse it than this. It can't get worse. But,
5: but the good thing is the gas was, you know, was okay and everything, you know, but that, that was the part of the, you know, the server being nervous, you know, I've already screwed up. You know what I mean? So, you know, all right, so we, you know, at some point you remove them from the situation and we just get them taken care of, and,
1: but everything was good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think our guests give us a lot of leniency on things like that, at least the ones that are regulars, because, because they've been coming here for a long time, because they know we're going to take care of them in the end, whether we screw up or not. So I, I think that really helps. Yeah, they're pretty forgiving. Oh.
2: And they, I think people really appreciate that we have a lot of young kids working here. And that they're learning, you know, that they are doing their best and trying really hard, and it's not that they've not been trained, but they're kids, and they make mistakes, and I think it's really good for people to say that, you know, they forgive kids for doing their best and screwing up. Mm -hmm. What about you, Ange?
0: Oh, I definitely, I'll follow up with Judy, is I was very shy as well, and... I've gotten a lot of, I've obviously come out of that. I was going to say, I, gonna say I, don't, I don't recall that stage, but okay. Yeah, I was, believe it or not. And um, I was really nervous at first, but I, I think after I gained the knowledge and confidence and like Ben always told me how great I was doing, it would, would put me in the good positions because I was so good at it. And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm doing okay here. And I gained a lot of confidence. And I will say like public speaking is not for me. I was very hard in high school, but now I can go anywhere and public speak um, about youngs, which I do often. Um, so that's one big takeaway that I take away from the shop. I have earned that confidence
1: in myself, and I'm able to do that. Future Sen- Senator Angela, you know, you've got the <laughs> problem. How is it, how is it working? F- uh, you know, we couldn't talk to the, uh, the previous episodes of this because they're all young. So h- how is it working for a family-owned business versus, you know, Like, Brian, you kind of talked about it with the other restaurant, not having claimed the the leniency to be able to discuss things with customers. But how is it working for not just this family, but in your your opinion, like a family-owned business like we are?
5: Um, I think it's good because there's not set rules, let's say. You know what I mean? Um, So there's forgiveness, you know what I mean, and and a learning curve. And so uh, the the fact that Young's has always been patient and uh, willing to work with us to get it right. You know, to get it resolved right and the fact that we've been given the opportunity to make decisions even if it wasn't right now doesn't mean that we wouldn't get talked to or say hey let's do that differently next time uh but for the most part we were able to make it right and uh in other situations when you work with corporate it's uh you know so structured as rules 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 you didn't follow this rule you know you know write up or um you know or you know um, i know there's other places i didn't necessarily work there but you know if you don't offer this wine with this or whatever then you want to make right up you know what i mean and so here we're encouraged to, uh, you know, use our selling techniques to get that extra dip or something of that nature. Um, you know, so that way the customer gets talked into both dips they really want, and um, and the good part is at the end of the day they're they're happy because they got both dips they wanted,
1: and it just took a little, little extra coaching. Yeah, you don't have to feel bad about it if you got talked into it. Well, that salesman, you ruined it. Yeah, you know, <laughs> so th- they wanted it anyway. Yeah. You guys.
3: To me, the one thing about working in a family-owned business is the fact that the family is here working right alongside us, which you don't find that when you go to these big corporations. Even as a teacher, you didn't find that. So that to me is the big thing, is the family is here working right alongside us.
0: I'd have to agree. Um, I've worked for a, a corporation, and it is strict rules, there is no forgiveness. Some, even like they don't have a heart. Sometimes it seems like, um, and we're very good about working with people and understanding and coaching as they might turn their backs and not invest in you as much as this family business does because you believe in us. But corporations—they're just out for, you know, filling that spot. I felt anyway when I was there.
1: Sounds like we're too lenient, Dan. We've got to start I know. writing up some rules. Is that what you're thinking over there? know. <laughs> <out. laughs> you, you guys just ruined it for everyone. You, you let Dan, I'm sorry, kind of I asked questions bit. that we're going to let Dan know how you really feel. Sorry about that. How have our, um, you guys have waited on uh, many, many customers, at least 100. Uh, how, how, <laughs> at least 100. How, how have our guests evolved over the years since you've been working here?
0: still
5: love ice cream <laughs> yeah i mean i think as far as uh, guests evolving i mean you know we've always been a family-oriented place where people would uh, associate us with traditions so you know we start out uh, like i said in the 60s so we waited on the first generation of customers then we got the second generation and the third generation fourth generation so all of our customers have built upon each other i mean we got grandparents great-grandparents you know kids grandkids etc that keep coming back as our customers, uh, so I think we've always built on that. Now we, we still attract you know customers you know far and wide, but I do believe that uh, you know because our of our culture, we've also have a culture that is very consistent with our customers as well. That that um, you know, and, and I'm not saying there's no outliers because we always attract all kinds of customers uh, across the board and um, depending on our offerings and things of that nature. But uh, certainly we have a following, and uh, a lot of people associate us with family fun and safety. And so they keep bringing generations back. So um, <clears throat> the only thing that's changed is, like I said, people like ice cream. They want to know what's next, what Young's is this building next, what we're going to offer next. You know, we gave them the cheese curds. We gave them, uh, you know, outdoor picnics. We've given them uh, mini golf. Uh, I'm sorry, yeah, mini golf and driving <laughs> range, batting cages, things of that nature. So, um, you know, they, they want to know what's next. So everybody's keeping their about
0: keeping up with what people want. And it's, it's constantly changing, and uh, we're constantly looking and giving it to
1: them. So, that was kind of my next question. How, how have we evolved over the time, uh, good or bad, uh, to keep up with to keep up with the times? What are some things that you've seen us do that are good things, I suppose?
2: We don't want to know the bad things. Yeah, don't. <laughs> Just uh, keep the. We've
1: already told Dan about <laughs> the bad things. He's writing notes over there. Yeah.
0: Definitely the technology we've definitely kept up with that. I think it's great that we have. I know I've worked for a place that didn't keep up with the technology and I felt that hindered them from um, succeeding further. And again, seeking what people want and listening to our guests and giving them what they want, I think uh, that's what keeps us going
3: strong.
1: Yeah, I think it helps that um, uh, ironically enough, Joe, Dan's mom, my grandma, was a technology nerd for being you know, the generation that she was that emboldened that in him and then now is emboldened in me. So we're always looking at new tech. But the, the other thing that it occurred to me while you were talking about that, Dan is a huge fan of Apple and also a huge fan of Disney. And those are two innovative companies that are constantly thinking about what's, what's next. I mean, there are a lot of corporations that do that, but they are, those two are famous for it, At least their or, origins are famous for it.
4: I think uh, you know our guests have changed, but it, you know sometimes we've been able to change in front of them. You know, if you go back to the '60s, you know I wouldn't have thought of us as more than uh, a farm market selling some products here on the farm. And but then fast forward a lot, uh, many years, and then you know in the late '80s, early '90s. That's when we first figured out that we were a destination place and. People are coming here not just for the ice cream or the whatever. And uh, they were coming here because of the experience and the memories and the traditions and the something to do and visiting the country. And so I'm always happy when we get in front of our guests and, and create something that we think that they're going to want to do. And then like miniature golf, putters and putters. And then they like it immediately and that says, well, that's the correct way to go and and so to me that's how they i don't know what you know whether we changed or they changed i don't know who did it first but for sure today's uh guests consumers not just at young's but everywhere are spending more time and money on experience stuff rather than um you know physical things so to speak you know like a new tv or something like that so I I think that that's where we ought to be, that's where we are. Certainly, since the early 90s, where we have been, when we kind of, Ben and I, came up with our mission statement that we create fun for our customers. And that really serves us well today, too. But I'm not sure if we'd have figured that out in 1960, I don't think it would have meant (laughs) anything. (laughs) Then it would have been, I mean, it was fun and all that, but it wasn't a focus of
1: what we were doing. It would have been hard to sell Carl on a mini golf course.
4: Yeah, but on the other hand, we did, you know, pony rides on Sundays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and that was the beginning part of that. And, and men, some of us here remember going around and around in circles
1: <laughs> for hours at a time on Sunday afternoons. Or always having the calf out in front of the barn. Like, those are things yeah. that are auxiliary to having ice cream and milk. Like, those are just something something to do, something to see.
4: Yeah, and the turkeys on Thanksgiving. You guys said turkeys? Yeah.
1: Really? Every Thanksgiving, we have turkeys out there in
4: front. Huh. Really? It was one of my favorite times when I was used to work in the barn. You could kind of sneak up on the turkeys, <laughs> <laughs> and kind of go yo, and you get a lot of you know whatever the turkeys do that noise. Is, yeah, not it, that noise, but it was it, was yeah, <laughs> the actual turkey noise. It was yeah. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> Once or twice, I think we had bunnies out there in that front
1: pen for Easter. Okay, I, I oh remember. I remember. Their, I remember quiet. seeing some rabbit cages in the back of the barn at one point. So. Yeah. yeah.
2: I think that you've done a really good job, though, of, like, (laughs) even as Young's grows and changes, like, it still feels like Young's. It still feels like what it was when we were kids, like, to come and play on the tractors. Like, I think that is so important to the families that come here, but also it's really important to the employees that are here and the Young family that it feels nostalgic. Like, this is still where you want to bring your kids because you came as a kid or because you've worked here since you were a kid like it's special in that way and I don't think you know it's not like all of a sudden we have a roller coaster you know uh, but we've got barrels that you can ride in and that is more epic and more fun and more youngs yeah. than you know something crazy would be roller coaster be sweet just saying <laughs>
1: alright so tell us uh, what's your favorite part about working here
0: for me it's the people and the relationships that I have made
1: all the not people? No, not all. <laughs> 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 we're not near, We're not, The top people. The top people, okay, all <laughs> right. top people. I have, all right. I have a
2: list.
0: Okay. No. Yeah, and I've learned a lot. I know uh, Dan has taught me a lot over the years, and especially with the technology. I don't think I've met ne- I'd know what I know today if it weren't for you teaching me. And obviously, I'm an Apple person cuz he was an Apple person. Not a girl. So.
1: Slowly <laughs> infiltrating the yes. entire network. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Much so. to Deb's chagrin. Yeah.
0: Most definitely <laughs> the relationships cuz even, you know, outside of here, we all still in contact, hang out with each other. We still, you know.
1: Yeah, you were tipping back a few at a wedding there a month or so ago. So. Yeah, a few. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a few, one or two. Yeah. yeah. Brian? Um,
5: I, I've always said uh, having an impact on people's lives, I, I really enjoy that. Um, like I said, get to know some of these kids and, and figure out their hardships, and find out how we can, uh, you know, get to them a little bit, give them something, give them some encouragement because, uh, like I said, a lot of people don't have that at home. I don't mean everybody, but, you know, there's some situations out there that are pretty tragic and so if anytime we can do that, I think that's a, that, that makes me feel good. You know, it's not just about coming to get that paycheck. You know, I mean, that does help. Don't get me wrong, Dan. <laughs>
1: Keep those <laughs> coming. He wrote, he wrote that down, Brian. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> Judy?
3: Well, I again, I think it's just the friendships that I've made here. Um, I've become very close with a lot of the people that I've worked with. Uh, I also enjoy working with all the young people. It's so fun to talk to them and try to encourage them. I just had a young man who came, had been here a couple weeks ago, and was talking about trying to find a job, and I said, "Well, well, you know, apply here, and he said, well, okay. So he came in just last night, he came up to me, he said, Judy, Judy, I got the job, I got the job, and it just made me feel good that I had encouraged him to apply and that he had come back and made time to tell me that he had gotten hired. He was excited.
1: For be. now. For now, <laughs> yeah, true, <laughs> true. Until he meets Ange, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, we'll she, just lo- just but she loves everybody. Ange puts him at the bottom of his <laughs> <room>. Or washes <laughs> trays. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so I know we have lots of um, non-PG customer experiences that we'd love to tell stories of, but we're not gonna tell them here. Give me a, give me a good uh, customer experience story if you've got one um, that you you feel like you actually made the the day for for a customer, you get extra extra good boy points if you come up with one of those kind of stories.
0: I don't think I necessarily made somebody's day, but um, this guy wanted to propose to us propose to a woman, and he looked around and didn't have anybody to film it, and so he asked. I was out washing a table, and he asked me to film it, and I, I felt. That was pretty sweet that's more
1: than just that's making great. a day that's, that's a a g- making a lifetime life. of a memory oh well, that's true yes <laughs> yeah extra good
4: boy points for angela <laughs> have to be twice by the way and repeat <laughs> customer because they're going to want to come back right I hopefully they
5: bought a brick
1: <laughs> yeah
0: yeah it's possible it's it is possible. possible
5: um well one thing that we used to do up at the end um was uh you know we bring a high chair to a little girl that would have a doll or something like that and uh, you know try to make that you know them feel special because to them that connection that they were making was was real you know was you know they're, they're being little mommy and that sort of thing and so you bring them a high chair and they get them all strapped in and give them a menu and stuff like that I mean you could just see them light up you know and you, you knew you had you, you were real and guest in you know uh, by the springs. and I always thought that was really cool I
1: always loved the when we for a while there we would quiet the entire dining room to sing happy birthday to someone so it was whether me or I Made me think. I saw Rob Brown last weekend. Yeah. It made me think of him and me and and, and Jimmy and uh, hmm. uh, Mike, Roberts. Mike, yeah, Mike Roberts. That's the other one I was thinking. Yep. Of. We we would quiet. We, we all had booming voices, so we would quiet the entire dining room to sing "Happy Birthday" to this guy. Right. Which was great for tips for that table, but I'm sure it irritated everyone, it especially was. when we did it like three times in a row. You know, <laughs> right. It's, like, well, well, it's also my birthday.
4: Quiet is a word. A uh, stun is another one. Yeah. It's yeah okay. Yeah, you
1: know, especially when it's Jimmy. Yeah. Shut yes. up. Stunned oh, into silence. <laughs> <laughs> Should we run now? Yeah. 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 Judy.
3: Okay, mine is kind of a little different. I think maybe it was the customers that helped me more than me them. I was working at the Golden Jersey End as a cashier, and they were short on servers, and they came to me and said, "Judy, Judy, you're going to have to serve this table." And It was like. I've never served in my life. I don't even know how to begin, and I, I served. I, you know, didn't spill anything and had a pretty good experience. And I can remember it was a group of men, okay, and they were just so appreciative of the fact that even though I was not a server, that I managed to, you know, serve them their meals, keep their drinks filled. And did it without spilling anything on anybody. Oh, braggart. Yeah. <laughs> How
1: was
5: that tip?
3: Oh, yeah. Actually, I got a very good tip that day.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I think I was there that day. When I saw that in your notes. I, I, either I recall it, you telling me, or I was there. I remember, yeah.
3: It was a terrible experience yeah, for was, me. Yeah. But yeah.
2: <laughs> I had a table that was very angry because I had made a mistake and I had tried to make it better, and, you know, Brian or, or another manager had gone out and tried to make it better, and they just weren't very nice. And I remember I had kind of gotten teary-eyed, and I was finishing up another table. It was a, all of this big group of women, and you could see them. They were all pulling dollar bills out of their pockets and purses to throw on the table because they felt so bad for me. And I was like, thank you. I really appreciate it. They were like, you're doing fine, honey. You don't worry about them. And I just remember, like, <coughs> you know, you, you have that, ex- that moment. Even if the guest is helping you... Like I think those are the human moments of customer service that really make the job mm-hmm. so worthwhile. Like you know when you're doing customer service,
1: crying never worked for me at no, w- I waiting bet tables. Not. Yeah,
2: getting teary-eyed <laughs> would not no. <laughs> would not get sympathy. I'm so sorry.
1: <laughs> All right. So um, talking about what's coming next, uh, you know what what challenges do you see for the n- in next generation and the business as a whole?
0: Trying to figure out what to do next. We all have
1: ideas. What's what's it going to be? Brian Brian said that one of his one of uh, things that he wanted to do was create and budget and um, place a, an attraction. So we'll put Brian on the spot. What's your what's your what's your deal? Well, um,
5: I, I don't really have any for examples. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, this is a chance. Sorry. I know. Well, actually, I, I proposed it's, something it's to Dan tanked, a while beyonds. back, and uh, you know, and and he he looked into it a little bit. And, you know, it's like one of those things where, you know, you got great, you know, you think you got great ideas, and then you got to put it to the test and say, uh, you know, what does that cost? Uh, You know, how, you know, when are we going to pay that back? And, you know, is it it something that people want in this region? You know, stuff like that. Um, You know, it's kind of like zip lining or um, uh, the thing I had proposed to Dan was a – a coaster like they have down in like Gatlinburg. And so you go zipping around and you know, um, you go through things. And what over what things. was the co- type of coaster? Say that name. I don't remember. Uh, it, it was a coaster, but I can't exactly remember what it was, but it was it had a, a specific kind of name. It did. Alpine coasters, maybe? Or something, something like that, like that yeah. And, yeah. Um, and they're actually designed, I think, not even in the United States. I believe they were like overseas Correct. or something like that. Yeah. And uh, you know, and I thought we could put our spin on it, run it through. Um, you know, around a, a silo or two and through the barn and, you know, over top the goats and then, you know, <laughs> you, know you know, just do some cool things with it, you know, and, and get over top of some of our other features and, you know, run this thing. And, and so just the product itself would then sell the next person, hey, I got to go get in line for that, et cetera. But, you know, it's one of those things where you got to say, okay, will that make it here? You know what I mean? You got to do enough market research and say, okay, and what's my budget on that? And I get, get real numbers, as Dean's always challenged me. I mean, I, I've come up with ideas. You know, I wanted to do a pizza many years ago. He goes, great. Let me know how that works. And so I had <laughs> to go. Didn't. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> Hey, but that's the good part. You, you know, try. I mean, you know, Dan yeah. was always willing to, you know, if the investment was small, especially, yeah. you know, he'd say, okay, give it a try. You know, but, uh, you know, how many are you going to sell? Uh, what does it cost? Uh, you know, how are you going to start it? What are you going to be your offerings? What are your price points? Uh, you know, who are you going to market to? I mean, I was like. I just want pizza, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> just put it on the menu, yeah. man. It's just a no matter of no throwing it in the oven and getting It's for me to choose when I'm working here. But, you know, it's like one of those things he's like, well, you know, don't give me work. You go back and figure it out. And, uh, you know, I, I think it would be really neat to follow it all the way through. I mean, I've enjoyed, uh, like, you know, working on this building and things of that nature. But I'd really like to see, you know, the next entertainment factor and, you know, be be a little inspiring about that. What about you, Judy?
3: I have two things. All right. Let's hear it. I want to merry-go-round mm-hmm. with farm animals. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. And the other thing I like to see, and I'm not sure I'll live to see it, but I'd love to see us build a museum of some sort hmm. that takes us through the history of Young's or even through the history of farming. I've always thought that would be just such a neat thing to have here. That That's the
2: teacher in you, Judy. Yep.
3: I, I suppose that is the <laughs> teacher in me, but I've always thought that would be a wonderful thing to have, that people are always interested in... In the farm and how it works and so forth. And I think some almost like a museum or.
5: I agree. I think that's, um, I mean, I enjoy the history side of things. You You're know also I mean? boring. Yeah, hey, yeah, well, you know. But uh, I mean, I like uh, that stuff and I, I've always wanted to have something like that. Um, you know, almost like, um, you know, and I pitched it to Dan and he got shut down a little bit, but that's okay. It was like, uh, you know, uh, yeah, sewing. Uh, sewing Farming history with uh, family traditions or something like that, you know, kind of a title. And then uh, have things that have happened here at Young's or, uh, you know, our old cup all the way back in the 60s, you know, you know, where you show that off or, or have a table where, it's, you know, those things are rolled out and then it's like lost over or something like that. But, you know, have an area where, you know, we have old jackets, coats, things that we had that we gave to our employees and stuff, appreciation things and stuff. Have that all and kind of like the museum of some sort, you know, have like a little building with all that stuff in there where people can mill around, see the... See those things, the old pictures, you know, realize the old cars that were sitting out in the parking lot, stuff like that, and realize how long this was, this was going on.
1: Um, yeah, Dan's kind of the uh, slightly less wealthy Mark Cuban of Shark Tank, where we all come up with good ideas, and he just sits there and says. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> don't Slight, to... Only slightly. 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 <laughs> I <don't know>. Okay. <laughs> I looked up your I looked up your uh, your net worth on the internet. It says it's pretty good. So. It does. No, i just kidding. Okay, <laughs> no, you're, you're not on. Yeah. That? I was okay. Just kidding. No. I didn't think I'd make that list. <laughs> All right. Well, since we're talking about Dan, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put you guys on the spot to talk oh, no. good, good about Dan. So, what qualities does he have that makes him the, the leader that he is? I didn't say good leader. i just to say the leader he is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's very knowledgeable. Obviously, very smart man. Like I said, uh, I've learned so much from you, and I've told you this over and over again. Um, and he wants me. I mean, he, he makes me want to learn more. Like if I, he teaches me a little bit of something, and, and I'll go off of that thing and dig a little further. Um, like I said, the technology, I've learned a lot. Business, most definitely business, and the public speaking, and, you know, giving me the confidence. And, uh, we don't always see eye to eye, but at the end of the day, we still work great together. And um, I've just learned so much over the years.
2: I think it's important that you don't see eye to eye right, all the time. right, right. For yeah. sure. For both of you, right? Yeah,
0: most definitely. Because yeah, sometimes I'll take a step back and you know, well, maybe he was right. You know, um,
2: sometimes. Yeah. Not that you tell him that. No, no, You no, no, think no, no. it. No, 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 <laughs> no. <definitely not. laughs>
0: don't give me the video. But yes, most definitely. He's a great leader, um, great inspiration. He has lots of ideas. You know, his don't always work out either. No. Uh, which is. Yeah, It's somewhat comforting to us, and not to mean this in a you know, mean way. It's good to see successful people fail in little things, too. That way, you know. Makes us all human. Yeah. Most definitely.
2: It inspires you probably
1: to just let be throw it out an idea. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know. it also gives you something to mumble about when you walk away, when you turn something. when you're just like, well, that didn't work out, <laughs> did it either? <laughs> <I guess laughs> maybe that's just me. Maybe that's 40, <laughs> that's 40, <just> 40 years of... <laughs> <up. laughs> <laughs>
5: That's a father-and-son relationship yeah. <laughs> there, but, you know, hey. <clears throat> now, um, uh, Dean and I, we've always got along really well, and, and he's challenged me in new ways and, to, uh, you know, have the opportunity to open uh, buildings up and things of that nature. Um, and that has meant a lot to me, and, and uh, you know, and then them, uh, him and, Dean and Ben both always listening to me. You know, it, it doesn't mean that I got, you know, great ideas, but they at least take a look at it and say, okay, you know, how can we implement this or... Uh, you know, it's your deal you do it. You know what I mean to throw it back to me I'm like okay, I didn't think it's gonna be that easy You know now I gotta figure out how to do it or whatever <laughs> and Yeah, so that that acceptance and challenge is, is really awesome uh, You know, there's times where you know we haven't always gotten long and you know we might you know be short with each other real quick But you know we always pivot back around and, and continue our relationship because I like, think we both respect what each of us are bringing to the table at the end of the day and and I have certainly the utmost respect for your dad. I mean and I always have um, and uh, like I said, I just think we work well together. And, and once again, it's like one of those things where you bring all these uh, ideas together and, and uh, attributes, and you say, "Okay, how are we going to get this done?" And I know wh- that there's times where I need your dad. I said, "Hey, I can count on him. He will be there for this, this, and this." Um, and, and that's good. And I know there's been some times that you know in our history where I felt like your dad was uh, you know maybe the only person that was going to get us through those times. And, uh, you know, and that was, you know, the times where we had quite a bit of stress, you know, and on, our, you know on our plate. Have you seen
1: the pandemic was stressful, Brian? Uh, no, not <laughs> the pandemic, but, uh,
5: you know, there's been other times. But, yeah, pandemic, you know, we've, uh, we all had to get together and say, okay, hey, how are we going to make this work? You know, how are we going to survive? And, you know, it wasn't always about, you know, how do I pick my job or this and that. You know, I think Dan's always viewed it. You know, we got 340, 350 people that are counting on us at the end of the day. And it goes all the way, you know, from manager all the way to the top. And so, uh, you know, when you're faced with some things and you've got to make business decisions at the end of the day, you know, how do you keep those relationships, make the decisions you have to do for the company, and, uh, you know, and, and continue to be successful, and also convince all the parents that, that you need them on board in order to make this happen, and it does, without losing employees. I mean, that, that was, that's amazing to me, and we've been successful at doing that. Julia?
3: I forget what the question was.
1: Tell <laughs> yeah. Brian, okay. you he talked for so, so long. <laughs> long. <laughs> okay. yeah. Tell us how awesome Dan is.
4: Yeah. Mm. Oh, oh, well. no. It's a Dan parade. <laughs> uh, <okay. laughs> remember, this well, is a former I guess, babysitter. Yeah.
0: It, well, yes, I've right. <laughs> yeah.
3: yes, watched him grow from just a little tyke. You know. yeah. um, I think pretty much what the others have said is the fact that Dan does listen to some of our ideas. Um, I remember when... His mom wanted to start a gift shop. And it was like, hmm, I don't know if he's going to go for this or not. And we started out in a little corner of the dining room in the old store. And well, now we have like a whole big area for our gift shop. So again, he let his mom start small. And then, you know, we've been able to build on that. And he hasn't stopped us. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, it took <laughs> over yet. a section of the dining room and then took over the entire meeting room. That is so true. We had to get yes, rid of having meetings and parties. Meeting room, because, yes, because it became so popular. All the trolls that we were selling.
4: Yeah, the yeah the the trolls is what. you all know, God's children. It was a good. It was things. good timing, because trolls happened about a year or two later, something yeah. like that. Yeah. As well as all those collectibles. All which the collectibles Babies probably away. after that. Um,
1: it, was mo- it was more the like the Precious all guys children moment. and the oh. cats oh. meow yeah. Yeah, cats that meow. kind of thing
4: that kinda went word. away when the internet showed up. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody said, "Wait, wait, this stuff isn't exclusive."
3: Right, <laughs> we've had to do a lot of adapting in the yeah.
4: like
2: shop. That's for sure. For sure. Yeah, I think it's great what you've done. I think people that come here, especially where Young's is nostalgic or important to them, or they know a family member, you know, they want. We buy, we buy things for Scarlett's teacher every year. Like, oh, hey, you get a, you're getting a young? Here's some young stuff. Hi. Um, and uh, I think that adaptation that you guys have done to make it, I mean, it's a struggle to get our child who's here all the time around the gift shop without going through. Like, it's very challenging. So you've done well. Yes,
1: we <laughs> have. All right. We've got time for, I'm going to ask each of you. Well, uh, one last question, since you all punted on who the hardest-working young was. <laughs> you, you, know, you don't have to all say it was me. It's fine. <laughs> like, not answering. <laughs> all right. So uh, we'll start with Angela. Oh, so it's an easy question. Yeah, easy. It's a trick question. It's not a trick it question. It is a trick question. No. So, um, so you, you are instrumental in kind of planning, organizing all the on-site events that we do. Mm-hmm. What is your favorite one of the year?
0: Cool. I guess it would be the fall festival, but I mean, we don't necessarily have the festival anymore, but fall time is, you know, on one hand, I'll say I regret, it. <laughs> I you know, I, I it's so stressful sometimes, but on the other hand, it's like you, you love the pumpkin denim holes and you want, you, you anticipate that first bite of pumpkin pie and, you know, can't wait to get my pumpkin to put on my porch and have the kids carve it and the grandkids carve it and pick your own you know have the kids out here on the haunted wagon ride so i really do love the fall time here even though it is packed and you know we work a lot um it is still one of my favorite times here and christmas even though it's slower here i get to decorate the place do <laughs> uh, i like doing that and um
1: yeah brian get the ladder
5: yeah
1: yeah <laughs> okay multiple ladders
3: Hello.
1: All right, Judy. Uh, when you were a teacher, who was your favorite student, and why was it me?
3: <laughs> I don't believe I ever had you. Uh in no. School.
1: When you were teaching computers. I wasn't oh, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I I remember help, helping you it load very w- memorable Oregon Trail on all so. the computers. I, I remember distinctly. Oregon <laughs> Trail. So not me. Okay. All right. I just thought thought it might have been me because that was pretty awesome.
3: I, I d- do I do now remember having you in computer class.
5: Was he the troubled kid? Uh,
3: <laughs> maybe.
1: <laughs> troubled or troub- in trouble? Yeah, in trouble. Okay, S- right.
3: Sometimes maybe in trouble.
2: Oh. I think it's probably best that I didn't meet John <laughs> yes. until he I was see, out of school. I, wasn't,
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know if I was less obnoxious when we started dating. I was just I slightly more coy about it, I think. Mm, I don't know. Yeah. 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 Less sarcastic <laughs> yes, but or more sarcastic. I know. <laughs> All right, Brian. You get the last question. Okay. Uh, what makes Youngs unique?
5: What makes this unique? I think um, I think the fact that we focus so much on our family fun and, and bringing that new experience every time, and uh, one thing I think is important is that that we have a willingness to invest back into the experience, and that's um, you know uh, investing in this new building, uh, creating the next new attraction, whatever it is. We're trying to continue to add value, in a lot of. You know, uh, corporate entities or other places are, you know, trying to get the most out of that building or the most out of whatever, uh, we, we typically try to figure out, um, you know, I mean, it's kind of like the old saying, if you're not not investing or not, uh, if you're not growing, you're dying. And uh, so we're- You learned up. that
1: from Tommy Boy.
5: Huh? Yeah. <laughs> That's a Tommy Boy quote. Is it? All right. not it, uh,
1: it's, it's yeah. growing when you're dying. Yeah.
5: but uh, i i do believe in that you know that's one of those things where you know you got to continue to grow you got to you know look at the next thing how do you make it better for other generations how do you make it better for other you know our employees and how do we make uh more uh, you know positions available for the next people because they have uh, aspirations as well some of these kids that have worked here three four five six seven eight years you know they want to know when they can become a leader or a assistant manager or in charge of something uh and so, you know, opening those doors by creating more job opportunities or building the next thing uh, allows that to happen. And so, I think that's uh, what we like to focus on here at Young.
2: When do I get my next pin for my name tag? Right? True. My yeah. double dip yep. pin, do my cow pin. Yeah, Pins.
5: yeah people get sure disappointed it because it goes to six and then they're like, well, what for seven? I say, well, you wait till no Christmas. <laughs> you
1: get a mug. I mean, it's a good mug. I'm not going to lie. I That's always loved,
2: I was always stoked to get my, my next pin for my name tag.
1: These are Young's wine glasses often. Oh, people
5: yeah. ask for those pins all the time. You know, they can't wait to get the second year, third year. They'll come back from college and expect, you know, they think it's already in the bag. I'm like, uh, let me get the, let me get back to you on that. It's going to take I'm me. I'm ready a for too. my
2: pin. Yeah. Yeah. My name tag is not heavy enough. I will not dip a cone until I get my pin. I, I need my <laughs> pin. I have my name tag. I kept, I mean, with all my pins on it. Like, I kept it, like, nostalgia-wise, with all my pins. Oh, well, I think a lot of people nice. have like, I know exactly where it is. Scarlett has a name tag, but hers is only for, like, tours. She doesn't have any
5: pins, yeah. No pins. Yeah, I got all my old pins. They used to be square, and then we made them r- more round. Mm-hmm. That was a Disney mm-hmm. thing.
1: Do you have your original red name tag? Yeah. Okay. I do, too.
2: I yep. think my one of my pins fell off once, and I was distraught. But <laughs> I <laughs> hey, d- don't forget, but I also I have a pin it. I
5: cooked in a pizza once when I thought pizzas were a good idea to sell
1: <laughs> yep. It was A for effort, like, C- for, like, yeah. Follow through. Execution. Execution. <laughs> yeah. Yep. All right. Well that's it for this, this uh this episode. Thanks guys. Appreciate it. Great talk. Wasn't was Judy, was it bad?
3: It was tolerable.
1: Thank you. <laughs> oh wow. I'll, I'll take
4: tolerable. That's, that's fine. As
1: you know from my students, C is fine for me. <laughs> yes.
4: Right. Well, and then thank you for being here today and also thank you for your decades of of service or help or working with us, whatever to create what we have you know you me everybody else here has a part in making that happen so thank
1: you very much well aww, thanks guys bye (laughs) (laughs) all
0: right thanks for listening to sunday chat with the young find out more about young's jersey dairy and be sure to catch up on all of our episodes at youngsdairy.com see you soon